It's week nine. It's Friday. You know what that means. Time to go through the slate. Doghouse style. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore one three. It is week nine. It is the initial run-through for the article for week nine. We're going to start uh, at the very beginning, you know, throw that Thursday game away, which uh, if anybody watched, everybody saw that they absolutely... Focused on Tevin Coleman, which allowed Jimmy Garoppolo a lot of passing lanes, especially to his tight end, George Kittle. And, I mean, not only did you have George Kittle get involved, but you had Dante Pettis finally show up. Emmanuel Sanders, of course, was there. Uh, That was the one worry fade that I had was Emmanuel Sanders being the guy that was coming out of the slot Um, against Arizona. Anytime you get... Not only the tight end, but you get your slot receiver in there. Um, it's nothing but good things. So, I mean, I don't know what the hell Troy, you know, what the hell Buda Baker did to Troy Aikman, but there is no way that he, that dude should have been sucking his dick as much as Troy Aikman was last night. Buda Baker is the sole reason why we attack with the tight end against Arizona Cardinals. So. Just because he's up there making tackles, that means that's because he's getting fucking burned uh, somewhere out in coverage. But, uh, yeah, we had Kendrick Bourne get a touchdown last night. Uh, Marquise Goodwin was not really involved. If you notice, too, the whole thing with Tevin Coleman was they were keying on Tevin Coleman, and then whenever Matt Breida would come in, they would kind of back away. So... Their whole thing was just they didn't want to get beat by the running back again like they did last week against the Saints. But, I mean, nevertheless, he still had the same outcome with the loss. Now, the Cardinals' side was a bit interesting because you had Kyler Murray. Could run around a little bit. He was pretty much held in check until he all of a sudden found the guy that's been missing all season, Andy Isabella. 
88-yard touchdown. Made Kyler Murray's numbers look a lot better than what they were. Um, even with the short touchdown to Demir Bird. So, Kyler Murray really didn't do nearly as good, as well as what he did before. The Kenyon Drake edition, though, um, I did list Drake as a guy that, you know, I'd be looking at probably to put in from the Cardinal side. Was going to get probably most of the carries, even coming in on short notice uh, from Miami. But he was the he was the guy that they they wanted. You know, they traded for him, so you might as well use him, use him up. He's gone. You know, his contract is done at the end of the year, so it's going to be real interesting to see what happens here because with the injury to Chase Evans, there's no reason to bring him back right away, and we need to pay attention to see. I mean. It's quite possible that they just keep David Johnson out for a little bit, too, and make sure that he gets right. Um, Christian Kirk's volume went down a bit, um, which probably wasn't too surprising in this matchup. Uh, did get the tight ends involved a little bit. Charles Clay and Max Williams uh, had a couple catches, nothing really big. Um but definitely, it it was really weird because, you know, they beat the shit out of Carolina last week and they had Christian McCaffrey, and Kenyon Drake was doing Christian McCaffrey-type stuff yesterday. So as long as the team can keep it close and keep the running back, invo- keep the running back involved, um, San Francisco is going to go down here in the next couple weeks. Um not like down, down, like, oh, my God, they're going to lose the rest of their games. It's just that loss is coming, and we just have to figure out where it's going to be coming from. So um, very entertaining game, though. At least it was kept close. Um, kept everybody on the, you know, the, the edge of their seats, wondering to see if Arizona was actually going to pull this one off. But uh, in the end, they failed, which... Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, why the fuck did you waste your time out on that challenge call? All right, let's move on. Uh, we're going to move on to Sunday, the London game, 9-30 a.m. Eastern, Houston-Jacksonville. Houston favored by a point and a half. Um, actually, let's see if that's changed. No, it has not changed. 46 and a half over under. Uh it's going to be the early game, so we're going to be mostly doing like showdown stuff. I'll include something in the article about it, uh, see if we can uh, figure out what, what we want to do, where we're going to go. This should be a very juicy matchup. Uh, like we had said in the last London game, Most all the games have gone over the total, so uh, we can pretty much expect with these two defenses not being nearly as good as what they need to be um, that this one's going to shoot out again. Uh so we'll start on the Houston side. Deshaun Watson definitely in play. He's probably going to be the highest uh, or the most expensive guy on the showdown slate. Um, there is a pivot with Carlos Hyde uh, at running back. And, yeah, uh, DVOA rush defense of 25 uh, versus running back in the passing game is 13. So that might neutralize Duke Johnson a little bit. But it is kind of middle of the road. Uh, they do give up the 16th. Um, Right at 16 for DVP on points to the running back position. So 
they're going to use Carlos Hyde a ton to kind of keep Garner Mishu off the off the field, uh, slow down the passing attack because they just can't stop anybody uh, on the opposing offense. Um. All right, so in play, DeAndre Hopkins. You will see a DVOA of five against wide receiver ones. Uh, that was with Jalen Ramsey in there. You now have uh, Herndon in there, and Herndon can't hold Hopkins down, so I would expect um, quite a bit to Hopkins. Uh, Kenny Stills is going to have probably the hardest matchup, really, uh, against A.J. Bouye uh, with Kiki Kuti probably facing D.J. Hayden. Um, they didn't. They didn't even let Kuti hit the field last week, and Bill O'Brien said that was a mistake. Yeah, duh, dumb, you fucking idiot. So, I wonder if they're going to get Kuti involved a little bit more here. Um, everybody's little darling, Darren Fells. He's going to be in play. Twenty-two against the tight end, DVOA, twenty-fifth in DVP points. So, um, facing Wilson, yeah, that's pretty much in play. I'm not worried about the defenses at all. Uh, kickers are definitely going to be in play, but I'll have to check the I'll have to check the DVPs on the kickers and see what's going on there. Uh, Jacksonville side Gardner Minshew definitely in play. You probably gonna, you may want to try and get both quarterbacks in there. Uh, this should shoot out quite a bit. Uh, Leonard Fournette's going to be interesting because. Houston's been decent against the run, uh, fifth in DVOA, and then 18th against running backs in the passing game. Uh, with the volume that Fournette is getting, though, um, it definitely leaves him in play. And there has been times when uh, running backs have had their way against this team, uh, although it was earlier in the season. Um, so... Let's see what's going on there. DJ Chark, do-do-do-do. Uh, D.D. Westbrook may not, I think it was trending into not playing, which will put uh, Conley and Keelan Cole in play. Cole's going to be, may actually, uh, yeah. I'm going to think about that one. Keelan Cole might actually be higher on than what we probably think, although he, I bet he's going to come in somewhere in like that you know $1,000 or less. Um, so he may he may be a more popular option just based on price, um, but the outside wide receivers have definitely had a lot uh, better time than the slot receivers. Uh, even though even though it's going to probably show that the slot receiver has been really good, but generally you want to face you want to face them on the outside. Conley being the guy that you really want to attack coming over from Oakland. Uh, tight end, no real, no real uh, desire to play anybody out of there. So we'll move on. Uh, first game on the regular early, we have Washington at Buffalo. Uh, yesterday it was nine and a half uh, point favorite for Buffalo, thirty-seven over under. Uh, that is up to ten now uh, with a thirty-six over under. So the the total has dropped, uh, and Buffalo has become a bigger favorite, so that's the way it's been being bet uh, most of this week. Um, but I actually kind of like Washington in this matchup, man. Um, the old man's been coming through 
at the running back position, that being Adrian Peterson. And Buffalo has been has been beatable uh, by running backs, 28 in rush defense DVOA and 28th against the running back in the passing game with the DVP rank of 20. So that's going to put him in play. We're going to have to pay attention a little bit, though, because we need to see if um, we're going to get – uh, any of Chris Thompson back in this game. Wendell Smallwood, fuck yourself. You're dead to me. So I think we're going to stick there with Adrian Peterson. Um, probably going to be a slow plotting game, so I would think Peterson's going to get most of the handles on there. Uh, we won't see too much of Thompson. Really don't have any... Uh... <sighs> Pardon me. I couldn't hit the pause quick enough. Um I really don't have a liking to any of the wide receivers. So focus. We're going to have to pay attention to because Case Keenum's not going to be, may not be playing, which might mean that Haskins is going to be in there again. Uh, that may kill a little bit of Adrian Peterson in this matchup too. Um, I do actually kind of like the Washington Redskins defense. They're very dirt cheap. Um, and I know our Carolina play failed last week, but like I said, it's, it wasn't so much the Carolina play. It still scored, you know, a couple of points. But um, it's all based on what you do with the savings, really. You know, you give up a little bit to get a lot um, on those plays. So pay attention to that. I don't really know. I, I, I've heard this from a reliable source that – Using Washington might not be that bad, especially on DK, where they're eighteen hundred dollars. So um, I don't know if I totally buy into it, but it's it's of interest, and I'm going to include it. Um, on the other side, you have Buffalo. I mean, I guess Josh Allen. He he's still freaking turnover prone um, by a lot, especially with this over under being so small. It's probably not going to be somewhere I'm going to go. But, uh, you know, the numbers don't lie, so we're just going to include it in there. I don't really have any interest in Frank Gore, although I should. 18th in the rush, uh, 14th against running backs. Passing game, 26 overall. Uh, This is Washington's defense. 26 overall against the running back. So I don't know if I'm going to be interested in Frank Gore. I may actually have a little bit more interest in Devin Singletary as maybe a you know a GPP option. So I'm just going to put him in there. We'll see what happens here. Uh, wide receivers, John Brown. Um, wide receiver, okay, let's just do it like this. Washington against wide receiver one, uh, best in the league. Uh, against wide receivers two, <laughs> worst in the league. And then 27 against the wide receiver three. That would be Cole Beasley in the slot. 30, the wide receiver two would be Duke Williams in this instance. Uh, giving up the 25th, um, or they're 25th in points against the wide receivers. So I have a little bit of interest in Duke Williams and Cole Beasley. These may be some nice little pay down values for. Uh, fitting in some of the big boys, we're going to want to try and get some somewhere in here. We're going to we need to get some value 
because uh, we're going to want to pay up for a couple of spots. Uh, Dawson Knox is in play. I'm going to have to really think about this one because that's almost too good. Bob uh, Haskins plays. Of course, we're going to consider the Buffalo Bills defense. Uh, they are fucking expensive. You're going to have to pay up for them. But uh, we're going to include them. Definitely can't leave them out. All right, let's go. Next game, Minnesota at Kansas City. Kansas City favored by two. 48.5 over under. Was there a change? Yes. The total has stayed the same, but but Minnesota is now the the point and a half favorite. Wow, that really switched quick. Oh, stupid idiot! Vegas went in. Vegas went in with the total, so it kind of represented that Patrick Mahomes was playing. When in fact, um. He wasn't going to. So it switched when the news that uh, Matt Moore was starting. So stupid. So, so stupid. I don't know why their pass defense is still ranked four. Um, I don't know how much I really have a liking for Kirk Cousins, even though he could do just what like what Favre did. Hmm. I may have to think about this. Putting Kirk Cousins in, but I guarantee you he's going to be like the first one cut, if not the second one after Josh Allen. So just kind of be aware of that. Price isn't all that great. He's moved up to mostly the eighth highest priced quarterback, uh, six on DraftKings. So I don't know if I really want to go there. Uh, where I will go, absolutely, you lock it in 100% in cash as you're going to lock in Delvin Cook. That's going to be one of the guys that we want to pay up for. Don't overthink it. Play Delvin Cook. You saw what Aaron Jones did to them last week. Um, and Delvin Cook, you know, I, I believe we all believe that the system and the player himself are uh, – better than Aaron Jones and the Green Bay Packers offense. So definitely something to take a look at. Um, God, wide receivers. I don't know if I'm going to trust any of them. They're, every guy can get beat. It's tough, 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 tough. They've gotten better against wide receivers, but I think that mostly reflects because they've just been getting destroyed by the running backs so we haven't really had to rely on it. That's going to be very, very important because your tournament options would be uh, Stephon Diggs or Adam Thielen in this case. Probably don't have to use them in cash, though. Not when you're using Dalvin Cook be taking away too much. Uh, not interested in the tight ends. Uh, defense, no. Do I want to think about Matt Moore? <sighs> 12th against the pass and DVOA. 
16th against a quarterback in DVP. Hmm. Hmm. So essentially he would have to score about 19 points on FanDuel. Or no. 13. Well, he'd only have to score 15 points. That's about right on DK, too, because he's 4800 bucks. Matt mm, Porter might actually be in play. I'd probably only trust it really in a GBP. I don't usually like to pay down for bad quarterbacks in a cash game. Although we've done it with Winston, haven't we? Ha 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 ha. So, um, don't care what the ranking is. Tyreek Hill is always in play. Uh, especially when you look and see that he is going to be semi-lined up on Xavier Rhodes when he's not in the slot. Could give Watkins and Robinson a little bit of run too, but eh, skip it. Well, so died Kelsey, although I do have to admit, you know, I'm going to think about that because Matt Moore really did lean on him. But tight end might definitely be the spot where we're going to think about paying down this week. Not really a lot of tight end, good tight ends. Hmm. All right. Get on to the next one. This one's kind of a turd. Uh, Jets at Miami. Jets favored by three. Over under is 41. What do we got now? Ooh, Jets still favored by three. It went up to 42 and a half, so they've been betting the over on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's starting to look at Sam Darnold as a GPP play. I looked at that earlier this week, and I thought nobody's going to be on him, even against Miami. You're also going to get Robbie Anderson in here. I think if I remember correctly, Xavier Howard. I'm going to have to look at it. When I update the... uh, Injury reports, i got to look at it, because I think Xavier Howard actually went on IR, if I'm not mistaken. And they still listed him in the in the matchups. Uh, like Robbie Anderson, a lot uh, with Sam Darnold in kind of a, um, in a GPP. And we also have to consider, we have to consider Ryan Griffin. Even in a poor matchup with DV, in DVP where they're 11, um, we just we have to consider it. He's throwing he's throwing a lot of a lot of balls over towards Ryan Griffin. It seems to be one of his favorite targets um, outside of Robbie Anderson. He's, this has kind of gotten away from Jamison Crowder, which I'm rather surprised. Um, I might actually include Jamison Crowder just so I can look at the target numbers. Just insert him below Robbie Anderson. Um, I don't know if I'm really going to stray that way. But like I said, I'll take a look at it. Um, Because a lot of people are going to be on Le'Veon Bell. He's, He's priced up for the matchup. It's Miami, Miami... Gets destroyed by running backs, and you have a squeaky wheel narrative. So we definitely have to consider him, if not include him, with uh, one Dalvin Cook. So 
<sighs> I have to think about it. Now he is 13th on FanDuel, so it's a pretty good price, actually, 7K. Kind of like it better over there. Jets defense, no. No, I'm just not even going to think about it. Uh, on the other side of the ball, you'd have uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Not nah, doesn't get me excited. I'd rather play Matt Moore. Uh, Mark Walton, no. Uh, huh. Maybe Devontae Parker and Preston Williams. Yeah, look at that. I know, I know Parker was actually getting really targeted last week. Even in that garbage matchup. So, take a look at that. Not interested in tight ends. Not interested in the defense. Where they're pretty, Miami's defense is priced up uh, 20, 13, 15, and 22. That's stupid. That's just stupid. All right. Uh, move on to the Monsters of Midway. Chicago at Philadelphia. Philadelphia favored by 5, 42 and a half over under. Have we got a change here? Yes, Philadelphia has come down half a point. And it is now a 41.5 over under. So it's dropped. People are betting the under in this spot. Um, I do have love for Mitchell Trubisky again. I know it sucks. Um, and nobody's going to be happy to play him in GPP. And that's why I really like him. Especially after the tank job that he had last week. Uh, you cannot run against the Philadelphia Eagles, so why are we even going to bother trying it? Um, again, pair up. This would be kind of a small stack here. Uh, you'd want to pair him up with Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson should be really popular this week. Um, he's actually fairly priced, except on Yahoo, where he's eighth. I don't like to see him up in the top ten. Uh, there really isn't any other options here. Uh, I mean, you could take a shot on Taylor Gabriel and Anthony Miller. He really was favoring Anthony Miller uh, last week, so it's quite possible. But you have, I guess, wide receiver twos. Uh, they are 16th and they're 12th against wide receiver pluses. Uh, but they're dead. Eagles are dead last in allowing points to the wide receiver. So um, if you want a one-off, just do uh, the Allen Robinson and not really rely on Trubisky, hey, that's perfectly fine. I just think that you're going to really want to kind of get a piece in there. Um, so we have to take a look at the Eagles running backs. Uh, as of this recording, since I have not actually looked at the updated injury report, mine still says that Miles Sanders is questionable. Now, it's going to be one of it's going to be one of these things. If Miles Sanders is out, then we have to play Jordan Howard. Chicago's been leaking points to running backs on the ground, so we have to take advantage of that. If Miles Sanders is not there, then Jordan Howard is going to get the bulk of the the carries. We're not going to really have to worry about that 50-50 split. Now, if Sanders plays, then this all of a sudden just becomes kind of a GPP play. Uh, kind of like in Jordan Howard in the, in the revenge narrative, uh, this will be the first time he faces his former team, so I really like that. Uh, as far as, like, say, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, not really interested in that. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, maybe. Eh. Meh. It's all really going to come down to Deshaun Jackson. I'd probably change it up and like 
Philadelphia a little bit more if Deshaun Jackson plays. If Deshaun Jackson does not play, I won't touch that passing offense. Save my fucking life. Um. Yeah, as far as point, I, I'm not gonna touch these defenses either. I uh, nah, nah, nah. Even though I'm, I'm tempted to go Eagles, but they're really priced up there. Maybe on Yahoo and Fantasy Draft where they're 14th overall, kind of a mid, mid-range mid level. Oh, I'm sorry, 13 and 14, where they're kind of mid-range. Yeah, maybe I'd consider it. But instead, uh, for right now, I'm just going to move on to Indianapolis, favored by one at Pittsburgh, 42.5 over under. Uh, this is now a pick game, and it's a 41 total. So, this just became an incredible shit show. Um, And it's going to really depend upon whether or not Marlon Mack shows up. I really don't like it. Uh, I don't care to use running backs against Pittsburgh usually too often. So, Mack's already on the chopping block and I haven't even started anything yet. Uh, But I do like him in here. Uh, there's a possibility T.Y. Hilton doesn't play, which means that Pittsburgh's defense would actually come uh, into play. I had a question about Eric Ebron in seasonal, if I would use him. Uh, Pittsburgh is 21st in DVP, uh, but they are 5th against the tight end uh, in overall defense. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If Jack Doyle's there, I'd rather stay away from Ebron and just not have to deal with it. So, um, Colts defensive play, maybe, maybe. I think it really all depends if they're going to be at full strength. I mean, if we're going to see T.Y. Hilton, that means that they should be able to move the ball a little bit, but I don't really have any interest in here. Uh, Benny Snell had... Somewhat of a knee surgery. I had some kind of knee surgery done, so he's out. Uh, we do not know the status of James Conner, and that's in reference to Jalen Samuels, uh, who will be extremely popular and will be the guy that we're going to want to play uh, this week in case if James Conner sits. At least we're going to know early enough um, whether or not it's viable. So. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, great matchup against Kenny Moore, but um, I think it's really going to put Deontay Johnson in play again uh, against Rocky Sin, who has just not been good whatsoever. So um, it's quite possible Deontay Johnson takes advantage of the good matchup again. So we'll see. He's cheap. You could probably take a flyer on him. Vance McDonald, I guess, is in play. 17th versus tight end, 22nd on DVP. I don't know if I really have any interest in him, though. There's just not going to be that much passing. It's all going to be mostly on the run. So, But we'll pay attention to that. Um, next game, we got Tennessee at Carolina. Carolina favored by 3.5, 41.5 over under. Uh, let's see what the updated... Three and a half, and it went up half a point. So it's up to a 42 over under. Um, 
the way to beat Carolina is on the ground. It's going to put Derrick and Henry in play. Probably cheap, more of a GPP play. Um, unless we just nut up and shut up. That's quite possible, too. Not interested in the wide receivers. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Hmm. Now, Tennessee Titans. Carolina's 18th in points allowed to opposing defenses. Eh, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. 20 and 15. Gotten progressively worse. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really pull the trigger on Kyle Allen. Do kind of like DJ Moore, though. Do kind of like DJ Moore. We'll just have to see if I trust him enough to put him in the write up. <laughs> Uh, Greg Olson is actually in a really, really good spot. You know, maybe Kyle Allen is in play. Maybe he is in play. I don't know. We'll see. fix something and then I like brain farted to actually talk. Um, next game is the most is probably going to be the most popular game. It's going to be Detroit at Oakland. Oakland two point favorite 50 and a half over under. Uh, let's see here. Oh shit we're already in the late afternoon games. Four late afternoon games. Let's see what happens here. Ooh. Oakland favored by two and a half now. Still 50 and a half over under. So, um, I don't know. I kind of think Oakland's going to be ahead in this game. Which puts Ryan in play. I think Oakland comes and plays some ball here. I sure as hell showed it last week. So, Matt Stafford. Um, we ran into the same problem as last week with the Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones debacle. Um, I like both. I like Kenny Galladay probably a little bit more, but you are getting savings on Marvin Jones. So don't forget about that. We also have TJ Hawkinson in play. He's been steady. He hasn't been, like, breakout since week one, so... Oakland side, getting a lot of talk about Derek Carr this week. 
price isn't too bad. Um, it's kind of hovering right in the usual, usual spot for mid to low range. Uh, Josh Jacobs is definitely in play if he plays. Catching myself. Kind of want to nod out. Sure as hell hope not. What the hell? Why is that so tiny? So tiny. such a hard time putting Josh Jacobs in here. Josh Jacobs in flight. Fuck it. I'll just leave it and get it tomorrow. Um, Tyrell Williams on Sean Rowan. I like that. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. If I ever told you how much I hate Eating, drinking, and sleeping fantasy football. Exactly, because I love it. Darren Waller in play. Remember, too, if you stack a game, you can always go with another piece as long as it's going to be low-owned. That'll give you your pivot off what most people do. So I'm not going to rattle off names. Um, but definitely guys like uh, Zay Jones, maybe Trevor Davis, they're probably in play. Against the secondary. Not completely in love with it, though. Uh, Sunday late afternoon, we got Tampa at Seattle. Seattle, six-point favorite, 51 over under. Bet you this one up. Yep, went up to 52.5. Seattle favored by five, so it's come down a bit. People are getting on the Tampa side. And can you blame them? Because Jameis Winston's in play again. Very, very much in play. Oh. Yeah, another one up here. What is this? Delete. Delete. <sighs> Running backs. Seattle gives up points on the ground, but they went back to really kind of just completely split the load with Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber. So I really don't care much for it. Now, if you do look at the wide receivers, though, Mike Evans has the best matchup. And it's not even close. So Mike Evans is going to be popular. Again, as a pay-up option, 
don't hate Chris Godwin. Reason being is, again, if you get a top flight wide receiver in the slot, I like that wherever you can find where you're fighting with a tight end. So, kind of like that. Uh, I haven't officially looked at O.J. Howard. I believe O.J. Howard is sitting, though, which puts uh, Cameron Brayton to play. Uh, definitely as a pay-down option. So, won't worry about that. Uh, the defenses? <sighs> yeah, I don't know if I trust any of the defenses against them. Got Janu Smith for Tennessee. His price has gone up though. That's the only problem. Not giving me Janu Smith for that big of a discount. Ah, eh, maybe on fancy draft you do, but not major. Okay, let's see here. In play, in play. We're running out of slate, and I don't have many defenses written down either, which means I'm going to have to go back through and crapshoot it. Uh, Russell Wilson, definitely in play. We're not going to mess with Chris Carson this week, uh, so it is going to be all Wilson. Um, going to be very good for cash games. Uh, he is the highest price, except on Yahoo, so it's a, another pay-up spot. I uh, do like... Both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett again. So they are in play. They're in play. I'm putting them in. Putting them in. All right, there we go. Uh, tight ends. God. Really? Would I put it on for Luke Wilson at tight end? Uh, ugh. He is almost minimum price. I feel that's a, a trap, though. Yeah, I can't sit there and fuck it. We're going to move on to the next game. we got Cleveland at Denver. Cleveland favored by 3. 39 over under. I wonder if this one went up. Nope. Cleveland favored by four, though. Um, I was talking to a couple of people. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really focusing on the wide receivers whatsoever. But I will tell you what. I am looking at Nick Chubb. They should run the shit out of him. So don't hate it. I will consider Cleveland Browns defense though. I know they've been shitty, but Denver's been even worse lately. So definitely puts them in play. Pretty cheap at most of the sites except for DK. 
So uh, we have Brandon Allen starting for the Denver Broncos. That's why I will consider Cleveland's defense. Um, they should ride the backs of their two running backs in Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. Uh, so I got to look inside the numbers. I got to see the splits. Everything. Everything. They're in play. Um, God. I don't know if I trust anybody. Uh, I'd love to trust Cortland Sutton. And I may think about it too, but I don't know if Brandon Allen and Cortland Sutton are really going to get anything done. Um, this could be a Deontay Spencer game. I don't know how much off uh, upside he has, though, so going to pass on all that. Um, I think Denver's defense is in play. But I'm not really digging it too much. Just for the plain simple fact that I'm on, you know, the other side primarily. So, yeah, I don't know if I like this. We don't have New England on a slate, so of course, you know, you get to this and you're like, oh, maybe I'll just pay up for New England finally. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Green Bay at LA Chargers. Green Bay favored by three and a half. Chargers four, or uh, 47 and a half over under. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Green Bay is not doesn't change three and a half, forty eight and a half. Well, yep, went up a point. Okay. Hmm. Well I do think Aaron Rodgers is in play. Get some extra yards with his feet. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers definitely in play. More and more I think about it. I really don't think this Chargers uh, secondary can really handle him. He's on a fucking heater right now. Just wondering if we want to jump off one week early or one week too late. Um, the guy that I'm going to be really interested in, though, is Aaron Jones. That's going to be kind of the thing. You know, you got Delvin Cook, Le'Veon Bell, and Aaron Jones. Hmm. Just compared to Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon is cheaper on FanDuel. Cheaper by two spots on Yahoo. Aaron Jones is actually cheaper on DK by four spots. And Aaron Jones is more expensive. Yeah, more expensive by like $600. So, uh, like Aaron Jones in this game, LA cannot stop the run. They've got tons of injuries all over the place. So, 
Aaron Jones is definitely in play. Would I take a shot on Jamal Williams? I don't know. You'd be you'd be hoping for uh, Jones to go down with injury, and I just don't think we do that. But hmm. Um, Devonta Adams is going to be covered by Casey Hayward. I don't know if I'm going to pay up in that spot. I don't know. I think it could just be Rodgers naked, to be honest with you. I could trust in the Green Bay Packers defense, though. Especially on FanDuel, where they're ridiculously cheap. 19th. 19th defense. Get the F out of here. So stupid. Um, where's my defenses? All right. I think we got that. Not going to do Jimmy Graham. LA Chargers. Ugh. <laughs> um, running backs 22. Rank 22nd. DVOA against a rush, fifteenth uh, in DVOA versus running backs in the passing game. I think LA is going to fall behind. That would put Eckler in. Eckler in front of Gordon, but I got to look at both. Just got to look at both. <laughs> oh, you know who else I really like? I actually like Hunter Henry in the spot. Uh, Packers are fifteenth DVOA. They've they've really come back to earth on here. Twenty eighth in points allowed. Woah. Huh? Oh crap. I saved that stupid thing as a template, didn't I? Ah. it actually uh, we'll take a look at Sunday Night Football here um, New England at Baltimore good god maybe Sonny Michelle and James White I'm not going to actually include anybody in the article I don't think out of this game I'm going to stay completely out of it so I don't think you're going to need it on Yahoo or Fantasy Draft uh, New England three and a half uh Point favorites at Baltimore, 45.5 over under. Uh, that is dipped down to a 44.5 over under New England by three now, so there's a little bit more action on the Baltimore side now. 
Um, yeah, we're just going to skip that one in totality. Maybe take a look at New England Patriots defense. Um, especially on uh, fantasy draft, you get him at seven, seventh highest priced uh, defense. So it's quite possible over there that they'd be of interest, but yeah. I don't have any interest in that game whatsoever. Uh, Monday Night Football game is a little bit different, though. You're going to be definitely looking at Dak Prescott, 28th. Uh, DVOA against the pass are the New York Giants. Um, Dallas, uh, seven-point favorite. Over-under is at 48. Uh, and it continues to sit there. Okay, uh, Zeke is still in play, even though he's facing uh, rush defense as 12th. Uh, DVOA, they're 27th in the run, against the running back in the running uh, in the passing game, uh, 25th in DV in DVP uh, points allowed to the running back. This is a smorgasbord. I mean, you can use Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Randall Cobb if he's in, if he's even there. Um, right now, they have Gallup. They have Gallup facing Janoris Jenkins, but I don't think. Cooper would face Jenkins. You get uh, Gallup. I think it's DeAndre Baker. So, yeah, definitely Cooper. Uh, maybe Gallup. Uh, Defense is in play as well. Um, New York Giants should be playing from behind. Uh, you could look at Saquon Barkley. I don't hate it. Dana Jones, maybe. Um, God, Sterling Shepard don't play, then Darius Slayton, I think, is back in action, but he's probably going to be really popular as a punt option. Um, but you do have, uh, Golden Tate. Uh, Golden Tate is actually really probably the best guy to play out of there. Evan Ingram as well, 31st against the tight end, are the Dallas Cowboys at DVOA, so they're right behind the Cardinals. Um, as far as ranking, I doubt they give up that as many points as what Arizona does. And then uh, DVP rank of 23, so definitely something to look into. There we go. We are through the first round of the slate. It's not too bad, really. There's a lot of defensive games. So I may t- I'm going to have to take a look at defenses again, but... Uh, yeah, tight ends. Tight ends, there's a whole bunch of tight ends. Not too bad. Let's take a look through here. Wide receivers, not there. I don't have a lot of wide receivers. How many do I got on here? Well, including the pairings, yeah, that I'm going to go through. But uh, a lot of running backs, but I don't think they're too bad. Quarterbacks, what do I got in here? Ten? Yeah, I got ten to start, and then I'll do a Nolan back. So, um yeah, there's there's that. So I'll get going on this stuff tonight. Uh, get an article all put together so you guys have it in the morning. Um, so yeah, until then, I'll talk to you guys later. I might be in the full time DFS chat, um, and you can ask me questions in there. I definitely want to build some lineups tonight for uh, not only football but definitely for MMA. Uh, UFC 244 tomorrow, Masvidal and Nate Diaz. Uh, strongly recommend that uh, get over to full-time t- full-time 
uh, fantasy. Uh, subscribe to Y2Casey's uh, MMA breakdown. Uh, very good. You get your bets in there. Uh, he's got you all squared away for DraftKings. And uh, overall, yeah, good dude. Um, if you can get yourself involved in the UFC Slack chat, uh, he'll help you out as well as uh, some great guys in that chat. So, till tomorrow morning, which I'm hoping I can get this done right away early before breakfast, because the little one's going to want her big breakfast tomorrow morning. But uh, I'll talk to you guys in the morning. Take care. Have a safe, a safe Friday night. Peace.